As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. And we are all the way live on this Thanksgiving Eve from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will get you there. It's the way tire buying should be. We also want you to test your skills on prize picks this football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Visit prizepicks.com slash I100 and use the code ODD100 for a first deposit match up to $100 today. Also, all of you fans of the show, we appreciate your listening. And uh, tell your friends, and, and this is information for you as well, all you iCouple fans, if you miss any portion of the show, just download the podcast. You get new episodes daily on all platforms Type in iCouple wherever you get your podcast. Download the show and hit the follow button so you don't miss us again. Once again, share that with family and friends. We got our man Randy Mueller, former NFL Executive of the Year, joining us at the bottom of the hour. It'll be fun talking to him about the NFL Week 12 coming up. All right, Rob, uh, let's go to the NBA, though. Last night in a uh, 131 to 99 drubbing of the Utah Jazz. LeBron James, who it quite frankly is playing phenomenal basketball to be in his 21st season and at 38, about to turn 39 years old. 
But uh, Rob, LeBron last night became the first ever player to score 39,000 career points. We know he's he passed Kareem last year as the all-time leading scorer in the league. But last night he put up 17 points, 9 assists, 7 rebounds in 24 minutes and crossed the 39,000-point threshold. He will get past uh, 40,000 by the end of this year uh, if he doesn't get injured. Now, that's a big if. Maybe he will. But uh, if he stays healthy, he'll, he'll almost certainly cross that threshold. So, Rob, Dan Patrick uh, was on his show this morning, and here's what he said about LeBron's feet. Who would I take? Game on the line. You have to win one game. One season, I would take Michael Jordan. But if I said I could give you 21 consecutive years of high-end basketball, 21 and counting, high-end basketball, and he's going to make you relevant, you're going to be in the playoffs, uh, half of his career, he's played for a championship, almost half his career. Or I can give you 13 years of Michael Jordan, where he wins six championships. He wins six, uh, LeBron wins four, but LeBron gets you back there, and LeBron is still playing, where Michael, you know, he retires and he comes back with the Wizards. So who do you take? If I, give it, if I present it that way, I give you the longevity, greatness of LeBron James. LeBron's going to give you eight more years where Mike's going to be out of the game. And if you, if you consider that, the totality of their careers, LeBron is a better basketball player. But once again, I'll come back and say that Michael Jordan's the greatest I've ever seen. There he is. And if you have a game to win, I want him. What do you you really say? I want him leading the charge. I mean, really. Dan, help me out. Dan, help me out. What what did he say, Chris? Nothing. He didn't say anything. Let me say something. Go go say something. There is no argument that LeBron James has the longevity advantage right. over Michael Jordan and everybody else. That's a debate. Look, if you take, right, look, longevity, LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan in terms of longevity. No doubt about it. He is better at this age, and Lord Jordan didn't even get to this stage of his career, but at this age than Jordan was at 39. But who is the GOAT and who had the better basketball? I still think if I, if I could... Pick one player's career, Rob, that I could have. I'm just talking straight basketball. I'm not talking off the court. I'm not talking personality, any of that. I would take Michael Jordan's. Now, LeBron's has been great. We both think he's the second best player ever. But I would take Jordan's because the dominance was ridiculous. I'm with you. That's why the Dan Miller – I mean, Dan Dan Patrick (laughs) – I'm thinking of Dan Miller in uh, Detroit, uh, the Lions radio guy. Uh, Dan Patrick's take here is, I, I don't know, but but he goes out of his way to say he'll take Michael. Why not just say, I would take LeBron's career? Right, if you right. Want. Now, now he you got said, something. Because he kind of said, Rob, right? We kind of said, you know, if I, I guess if I'm on a franchise and I can get LeBron for 21 years, which you probably, LeBron's played for four different franchises or iterations, right? Cleveland right. twice. Um But I could get LeBron for 21 years or I could get Jordan for 13 or 15 or 11, however you want to count it. Um, He's saying he would take LeBron. So if that's what you want to do, then just say it. Just say that. But he didn't say that. And that's the problem I have with the take is that it was both sides. You got to get on either side of the fence. 
Damn, and Rob, Patrick, you know we've I mean, said this we before about those that say Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player ever, but LeBron James has had the best career. Right. What? Well, that doesn't make any then sense. Then LeBron's better. Just say that. Right, just say or, that. Or Jordan but, but, had a better career. But they One can't the say it, though. They can't say it. That's why they always have to hedge it with LeBron. They have to hedge it because he, if it's to win a game or win a championship, who would I pick? It's not hands down, Michael Jordan. Well, isn't that, a, isn't that what you're playing for? To win a championship? Come on. And then Michael never got beat, never went to a game seven, revolution, changed the NBA. Uh, look at his sneakers. They buy more of his sneakers. This guy hasn't played in 20 years, 50 years, Chris. Oh, they're, I Rob, mean, I, they're more popular now. Right. Probably, when he was, yeah, than, than ever. I got 40 pair. They're more popular, you know, <laughs> like, like crazy. Uh, but you get my point. Like, really? Longevity is better than a guy who totally dominates and wins 10 scoring championships in 10 year, in 13 years Chris 10 10 in a row yeah and we keep saying 13 years because Jordan only played 13 full seasons in the league right the second year in the, of his career he got injured and only played like 17 games and then the of course he came back from baseball one season and played and like played the last the 18 right, games right. or something and so that's why we're saying 13. He only had 11 years with the Chicago Bulls, and he won six championships in those 11 years. Now, this is to take nothing away from LeBron. Rob, I, I think you're throwing some you, – you want to look at some comparisons. Um, I think LeBron, obviously you could compare him to Hank Aaron, right? Now, Hank Aaron, um, it's him breaking Babe Ruth's home run record was obviously bigger than LeBron James scoring 39,000 points. Oh, but yeah. I'm talking about in terms of the feet, you know, Hank Aaron, Rob, never hit 50 home runs in a season. He hit one you time. Know? I thought it was yeah. one. No. No, his most ever was 47. 47, I'm sorry, yeah. And um, he only Which led the league in, in home runs right, four right. times. Right. So it, it speaks to his tremendous and, longevity. And you're right. That is, that is a good way of looking at LeBron and Hank Aaron because Hank did all these things. And, Chris, like his numbers, if, 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 you, if anybody just – if you ever want to look at somebody's career. And Hank Aaron played 21 years, Chris, averaged 100 RBIs. A- average. You know how you have good years in the beginning, I mean bad years right. in the beginning, and then bad years at the end. He averaged 100 RBIs. Yep. If you take away his 755 home runs, Chris, from his hit total, he still has 3,000 hits. Which if by you take itself, away how many? 755. The home runs, if you take away all of his home runs, he still has 3,000 hits, which right. is a feat in itself. Right, right. So I'm just saying, like, that's how unbelievable. And, and – Lifetime batting average, Chris, 305 as a home run hitter, 305. Yeah, he was unbelievable. And that's not even talking about the off the field or, heck, on the field stuff he had to endure. You know, 100%. Because of the racism. Um, I think that's a comparable one. And I, as great, and Hank Aaron is, Rob, certainly arguably one of the five greatest players ever. Oh, he's, I mean, he's you just spelled out. No yeah. But I don't know that many people are saying he's the actual GOAT. Because of that great longevity. Um, I think uh, Emmett Smith, Rob, is another one that's comparable as far as, you know, he's the leading rusher all time. And there are some that would say he's the greatest running back ever. 
Um, See, but I don't. I don't think most people feel that way, Rob. The argument for him is that Chris, and and this is the only case you could make for him. He was an all-around running back right, right. in that he could catch out of the backfield, Chris. He could rush for yards, and he could block. Like, he could do yep. everything. He was do it, did it when all. When you talk yep. about Barry Sanders' career, here's the, the, the people don't want to talk about it as electrifying as he was, Chris. Barry Sanders was taken out at the goal line. Like, yep. like just because there's a chance he could get well, stopped Well, he was in the trying backfield. to break every run. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And so, he wasn't really running into the line and taking three yards if he had to. You know what so, I mean? He was trying so to he go was 90 that, every year. He didn't every catch the ball out of the backfield, Chris, at all. And in a playoff game against the Green Bay Packers, 13 carries. You ready for this? How many yards, Chris? 13 Negative carries. two or something like that? Negative one yard <laughs> in a playoff game. But that's my point, right? Because Barry was dancing. And he was great, but you know what I mean? He was there. He was trying to break it. Everyone. But but you you understand what I'm saying. And there's an argument for LeBron is the go. A lot of people think he's the go and will think he's the go. So I think Emmett Smith, Hank Aaron, I think generally, Rob, and I wasn't even making this this meant to be a GOAT conversation, but generally no, no, no. I think with GOATs, we we tend to go with peak over longevity, assuming that the peak was significantly long. The peak has you know to what be, I mean? right, yeah, right. It can't not, be two not years. Not two years. No, right. that's not a peak, right. right. And that's but, why there's a lot of guys who have had really good – I talk about Don Mattingly all the time, Chris. Go, go look at his career. He had four of the greatest offensive years you could have at the plate. That's mm. all he had. Mm. Those four <laughs> years, that's not good enough to get right. in the Hall of Fame. Right, right, right. And I think, and we've talked about this, right? And who knows how long LeBron's going to play? And he's putting up big numbers. But you got to, like, when, you, when you're talking about Jordan, because LeBron's chasing Jordan, and that's another point I want to make, Rob. And I'm not, I mean, there's no need to make excuses. LeBron is phenomenal, and what he's doing is phenomenal. But I do think a part of his longevity and his keeping himself in such excellent shape and playing at such a high level is because he is chasing by his own admission. I don't know if he'd say it today, but he has said it in the past, Rob. He is chasing Michael Jordan. Like LeBron, I believe from some of the things he said publicly in the past and all this, I never really talked to him about it one-on-one. Right. But I, I, I think he is this might be a little strong, but obsessed with passing Michael Jordan oh, no, in it, people's it, eyes. I, I right? think that, and, that and is something that you think that's fair. And that's yes. driving him. Jordan. Now Jordan was obsessed with passing magic and bird early in his career. Cause they were the ones kept winning. And, and I'll but say once this he too. did that and he eclipsed what they did, there was really at that time, you know, he was, nobody had played as long as LeBron and in any sport, like you didn't have a Tom Brady who was like, oh, well, Brady can do it in football. Maybe I can right. do it in basketball. You know, like, and so Jordan didn't push it. No, nah, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to say he could have. I don't know. But it was a I think that's time. been a part it, of, yeah, yeah. LeBron's uh, but, but, push is, is that he's chasing Jordan. Would you agree but, with that? Yeah, but this is it. And this is the funny thing is that he says that he passed him and he's the GOAT. 
But you you get to feel that he deep down knows that he hasn't, Chris. Like like he said it publicly, but I don't I don't believe that he really believes that. I I really don't. I I don't know if I agree with that. You know, I don't know the answer. No, no, no. But I think, Rob, I think think it's very possible LeBron actually does feel like he's past Jordan. And but what he feel what he understands, Rob, is that most other people don't think he did. I think he's trying to get it to a point where it's like no one else is going to be able to argue that he's not better than Jordan. But I, I personally think he feels like he definitely is. See, I, I I think deep down he knows he's not. That's why it's like a, a narrative, a drumbeat. Because if he was Chris, I don't believe he would have to say it. I really don't. I don't think you have to say it if you really believe it. He's the one putting it out there. Um, his minions, his people are always, every chance they get to try to tell people, uh, you know, what LeBron has accomplished and, and remind people and this and that and, and the disrespect from the other players. Like, it's hard for him to shut that out and act like, oh, no, it's clear that he's the greatest. Yeah, I, I think you know what I mean? It definitely, it's just, there's too yeah, much, there's too much noise from other people and not just sports writers or, or debaters who you can uh, try to act like they don't matter. You got other right. guys who actually played in the league who aren't buying into him being that guy. And I, and I, I, think, I think, Rob, the only thing that's going to – he's going to have to win more. Because I think if he, he just plays, keeps racking though, up right, then it's like, well, even you won six or seven in 24 years or something, that, you know, you, you, you could say, well, he won as much, he went to more finals, and obviously the longevity. But you're right, there's another side to that, well – the, the percentage of wins, of dominance. And, and, and what if he doesn't, doesn't win close. again, Chris, and he, you go four championships in 24 years? Yeah. Yeah, no, that it, – what it, what, it, what it – and even at this point, some could argue, it's looking like Wilt Chamberlain. Now, he, he – you know, Wilt won two championships in 12 or 13 years, but the numbers that Wilt has in his, you know, re, on his resume are crazy. And that's kind of, LeBron didn't win as much as Jordan. He's going to have crazy individual numbers in totality. Um, so there's a comparison there as well to Will Chamberlain. All right, we'll throw it out to you guys, 877-99 on Fox. Uh, what does it mean that LeBron has surpassed 39,000 points in his career, the only player ever to do it in the history of the NBA? Your thoughts next. Ah, right, couple, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. 
Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's the Odd Couple live from the TireRackStudios.com. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. You can get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Rob G., you heard the conversation between me and Rob about Jordan and LeBron and LeBron's longevity and the 39,000 points and so on and so forth. What are your thoughts on, uh, on this topic? I think right now you guys are both correct. When the next generation is having this discussion, it's going to be LeBron in a landslide because his assault on the record books is going to be so obscene. He's going to be in the top Ten in virtually every category. See, I disagree. Number with one that. in certain in certain aspects. That I think that when people who are currently in their twenties and you know maybe even early thirties are having this debate right. on national networks, it's going to be LeBron in a landslide. I, I disagree. I think they'll be uh, only because of Michael's winning and never losing and winning. That that's what separates him. Compiling numbers. Uh, which is fine. I'm not knocking him for that, and he played a long time. There's there's something that there's a mystique about it, Chris. Six and zero, all six uh, uh, Finals MVPs, and 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 it's not just that he had an unbelievable career, but but that is what separates. It's hard to discount that because LeBron will have all that, and then somebody will be like. Oh, he played 24 years? He only won four times. Well, the, and the inverse of that, Rob, is someone's be like, oh, Le- Jordan had to retire twice because he couldn't hack it, or he only made six finals. LeBron made 10. You know, that's going to be the argument. You're, you're going to see I, I the don't flip. Think, I, I, you're going to see I, it, that, I, it. It's happening now. You have current players saying LeBron's the greatest player that, that has ever played. 
His I, contemporaries. I, I've said in the past, I agree with Rob G in the past. And I, I mean, I was saying this years ago, um, that when the millennials, if that's the right term for that age group, or when the younger people are in the position that Rob and I are in, and Skip Bayless and Stephen A, and all of us who are, you know, on the TV and radio talking about this, when the younger generation that grew up watching LeBron play are though in those spots, LeBron will be viewed as the GOAT because they're, Jordan, the previous generation before him, Kareem and, and, and all the Dr. J and all those guys, they're not saying Jordan's the GOAT, Oscar Robertson. Uh, it's our generation that dominates the conversation now, and I have long felt what you said, Rob G, but one of the things that made me question that was the um, – what was it called when Jordan the last dance? Yes, that was. And that we was, saw the polls after that, and yeah, it that was shifted. Wild. Yeah, yeah, it and, shifted, yeah. And, and that yeah, was that was huge because those were those the weren't the older people, Chris, who were voting right. on ESPN.com. Right. Right. right, it shifted to right. it shifted no, yeah. the views. To it, the it, point it, where it was absurd. Yeah, they where were some even of them didn't even Jordan make sense. Pass. Yeah, some of them didn't yeah. even make sense, and they were still voting for Jordan. Yeah. Right. It and was yeah. like, oh my God, I didn't. I never knew. I watched this. They were riveted. Right. They finally got to see his career, and you know, and and to, totality, Chris. You know what I mean? And, and not even that, but it. they just saw some. I think what probably robbed his his just toughness, his will to win. You know, his dominance. You don't really see it at. I don't, you know, in, in an era, Rob, when players always want to play together, right? That's what these young kids are used to growing up. Everybody wants to play together and join the superstar and make a super team. And them seeing him in the last dance, like, man, I just want to take these dudes out. Well, quickly. One by one. I think that may have impressed them. Yeah, I know we got to get to training here. But quickly, when LeBron and the Uninterrupted and Spring Hill make their version of it, do you think that's going to help flip it back? Because you know it's coming. Yeah, no, I know. I like the seventy three and nine Warrior series. Yeah. Like that's gonna be yeah. uh, and and uh, like yeah, you what said, about the the records, are they gonna cut out the Dallas Mavericks series? Yeah, just like just like out? they cut out stuff from Michael Jordan's thing. Of course they are. No, they didn't cut out any of the oh, win. I mean the okay. finals. All it's right. gonna be interesting. <laughs> I, 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 but I'm not as I used to be convinced, Rob G, that what you were saying was true. I'm not as convinced now. Um it'll be interesting. But uh all right, uh we got Randy Mueller around the corner. But first, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Our next guest, former NFL Executive of the Year, now a Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst. We welcome in our man, Randy Mueller. Randy, how are you? Doing great, guys. What's going on? Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, yes happy, happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving to How you. Are you. Very good, thank you. Let's uh, let's get to it. I have said, Randy, all year that I felt like the Kansas City Chiefs were taking Patrick Mahomes' greatness for granted in that they didn't get him, I don't even think, a number two receiver, let alone a number one this year. Uh, obviously, yeah. Kelsey, but I mean as a wide receiver. And I yeah. think the greatest – you know, evidence of that would happen Monday night against the Eagles. But do you think that's fair? I mean, that they I, I just think that's a huge oversight that they made thinking that Mahomes could just make up, make do with just about anybody at the receiving spot. I really don't disagree, Chris. I think they have 
overestimated their young guys, and I think their plan initially was that they would develop, and by now they would be able to have a number two or number three. But I'm with you. They're struggling there. What it does is it puts so much pressure on Kelsey and Mahomes to be perfect. And if they're not elite and they weren't last week, and again, the Eagles are good. I get it. The margin for error is just a lot less when you don't have other parts in those positions. And, and hey, they've, they've carried this team. I get it. Kelsey's good. Mahomes is good. But they've also had guys that can at least function as professional receivers, and these guys have been up and down, and they just haven't developed. So I'm with you. I think we all play on margins in the NFL, and their margins are thin right now in Kansas City. Randy, help me. Everybody was always saying that these great quarterbacks make anybody or make players better. So now you're telling me Mahomes can't make any of these guys any better. So which one? Tom Brady got credit for playing with guys from Dunkin' Donuts. And now, and now everybody's saying that Mahomes doesn't have anybody. He won a Super Bowl last year without Tyreek Hill. What, his numbers are bad. Can we at least say he's not? I, and I get the receiving thing. I'm not naive or ignoring it. He has nine picks, 19 touchdowns, all career lows across the board. This is yep. a team, Randy, that has not scored in the second half in three straight games, and Mahomes has one touchdown in the fourth quarter for the entire season. Doesn't he have to get some blame? Well, I think everybody's willing to take blame and be accountable, and you're right. They've been, I think I saw the other day, Rob, the worst scoring team in the fourth quarter in the league this year. Crazy, and and we know how bad offense has been, so that's saying something. I think if you did a deep dive into this, it's probably more complicated than the receivers can't catch. I just don't see these guys being on the same page with Pat most of the time, and when it comes down to altering your routes to read coverage and do things different, post-snap, it's got to be on the same page, and they just aren't doing that right now. So I think there's some physical limitations. Obviously, the more drops than anybody in the league, but they're not really seeing the field and seeing what they should be doing at the same pace and through the same lens as Patrick. So I don't know whether you can blame Patrick for that. He just like I said, he can't make any mistakes. Same with Kelsey. They can't turn the ball over. They can't make mistakes based on the rest of the players on that offense. Uh, let's go to the Jets. They finally benched Zach Wilson. I don't know. I guess they wanted the season to officially be over before they did it. Um, <laughs> just, uh, again, Randy, where is his career? I mean, I'm not – I forget about the Jets because I, I just didn't understand it when you lose your quarterback on four snaps. They could have done a lot of things. They didn't do it. They, they gave this kid a second shot. Is he done there or he does he have to be there? Can they cut him? Or are they going to be hurt salary cap-wise? What He's third string now. They won't even play him second string. Yeah, no, I, I, I think probably he's done in New York. I think someone will sign him. I think you even heard Robert Sala say we'll deal with it in the offseason. You never know what could happen between now and then. But I would probably agree with you that his days in New York are, are very much numbered. I think when you make the change that they've made with where their offense has been all year, it probably equates to throwing a dick chair off the Queen Mary, to be honest with you, Rob. I just right. I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters. Their their offense has been a mess. Yes, he's been a, a majority of it, but I've seen other things designed wrong, pass protection awful, other players that they've built around him not doing their job. So there's plenty of blame to go around, but I'm, I wouldn't absolve um, Wilson at all. I think he's probably better off moving on somewhere else. And in fact, I thought that 
to be the case. He may be the winner in this thing. He gets to move on and doesn't have to put up with this garbage anymore. So you think he'll, another team will definitely give him a chance? Oh, there's no doubt. I think it might take a year, and I think what will happen then, Chris, is he'll work in the dark for a year or two before he gets another opportunity, but it'll be out there. These guys that can do what he can do physically are just too hard to find. You're seeing rookie free agent quarterbacks around the league that teams kept as backups playing now. He can, I think he can function in a different scheme, in a different offense, and I think in a different city at this point. He'll be better the next time around. Mm. So let I mean you you're right. There are a lot of quarterbacks that are struggling. Uh, we could go to the AFC North and see you know three of their four teams now are really beat up and have backups at quarterback. Kenny Pickett's not a backup, but yep. he's been struggling. The the Matt Canada now he's not there. They're gonna have a new OC. I mean they've got some talent at the skill positions in the running yep. backs and the receivers and even I, I like you know even the tight end. So. Is Pickett, do you think he can get much better or he's just not that good? And what do you expect to see going forward with the Steelers this year offensively? I think, yeah, I think he's digressed from the first week this year. And I think there's a lot of reasons for that. But I agree with you. They have way too good of players to play like they have. Um, the Matt Canada offense was a failure. I don't think anybody can dispute it. You get however many games he had and not have a offense that produces a 400-yard day, that, that eliminates even the blind squirrel theory. I mean, right. even, even, occasionally, even occasionally that will work out right. for a 400-yard game, and that didn't happen. So I think Kenny has digressed. I think he is good enough. I think at times he's, he's looked like he's running for his life. He doesn't know where to see. He doesn't know where to look to see. And he's not even finding open players. So that offense has struggled. I think it's been a year and a half or two late to make a change like that. And sometimes, as, as you guys know, it takes the players uh, saying something, the players in your locker room, that yep. temperature going south, and that's really what happened. I think uh, players were at each other's throat, and Mike Tomlin, who we know is loyal to a fault, didn't want to do it, but he had no choice. He had to save his locker room, and that's why he made the move. Yep. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, uh... – the Chargers. That's what I want to Brandon Staley and where he is uh, yep. with that team. Uh, we saw some drops in that game against Green Bay. Uh, Green Bay has been struggling. Jordan Love's been struggling, but they were able to get a win late against the Chargers. Is them is 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 Brandon Staley? Is he done? I don't know that he's done. I know that he has support internally there. They really can't afford to hire a fourth coach with the same regime, so they need him to do better. The problem is he's doubled down in a confident way now on his defense that has really stunk since he's been there. The defense has not been good, and that's his area of expertise. So that's right. where the disconnect is. He's got to fix the defense, and I know he said that that wasn't the reason they lost last week. You know, they have, they have found ways to lose more games, I'll tell you for the talent they have. And at some point, you are what you are. We keep reading about how good they are and how good their players are, but the results just haven't been there. And that normally doesn't bode well for the coach. Uh, we'll see how this shakes out. I think the next six weeks are giant for, for them. I think the, the next six weeks are giant for the Jets. I think in both those places, there's a lot of people's jobs at stake, and they've got to show progress that just hasn't been shown to this point. Just your gut, Salah. Is he going to is he going to survive this? 
Um, I think it's going to be hard. You're talking about a GM in year five of a six-year contract that's been a five-year rebuild. I just You can keep saying your defense is good, but they don't play good all the time. I think it's going to be a struggle. I really do. And, and he's really, in my opinion, struggling to find authenticity in his leadership. I don't know that everybody's really buying that. So it's hard. New York's a hard market. We get it. It's not for everybody. All right. That's Randy Mueller, formative former NFL executive of the year. Randy, thanks a lot. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Yes, happy Thanksgiving, bud. Thanks, guys. Always good. Yep. See you. More NFL coming your way. Keep it locked. I couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it is the Odd Couple live from the TireRack.com studios. Test your skills on prize picks this football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. You can visit prizepicks.com slash odd100 and use the code ODD100 for a first deposit match up to $100 today. All right, uh, Rob, Roger Goodell was on CBS this morning, this morning, with Nate Burleson, and he did an interview, and uh, he talked about the notion that the NFL is soft today, and uh, he shot back at it. Here he is. There's fans that are saying, you're making the game softer. What happened to the grit, the old school play? I like the collision. How do you feel when you hear that type of criticism on the league? I'd invite them to come down to the field and play. I don't think our game has ever been more physical, faster, 
stronger. Our players are more athletic than they've ever been. What we want to do is take the techniques out okay. that are leading directly to injuries. We can't ask our officials to judge intention. That's really hard to do. Well, look, I don't think the NFL is soft um, by any stretch. Uh, and Goodell is right in that the players are faster, stronger, and bigger than ever. But it is definitely softer than it used to be. And the rules, I mean, they've put in rules to make it that way. Rob, we talked about this ad nauseum. One of the reasons that these quarterbacks' numbers are so much better than the old school guys is because you can't hit them. You don't, they don't have to worry about somebody hitting them low, somebody hitting them late. I mean, that stuff happened every game back in the day. Um, receivers as well. The receivers could get hit a lot harder or a lot more going across the middle. Chris, you wouldn't go across shots, the middle. Right? We Are used to watch shows. I used to watch shows, hour-long, two-hour, one-hour, two-hour shows with the commentator talking about the biggest hits in NFL history. And almost about all of them would be illegal nowadays. You know? And, and then, Rob, I think the practice. They're not practicing or at least hitting as much. And so their tackling isn't as good because they don't work on it as much. Uh, and the blocking isn't as good because they don't block as much like the, on the offensive line. So I think those are all factors that have made the game softer um, and certainly in some ways safer, but certainly have made the game softer, even if the players are stronger and bigger than ever. Yeah, I mean, the rules the way I've changed, and, and that's what's made it softer. Right. I, I could just remember Joe Montana getting mauled by the Giants. And, and guys being thrown around, Chris, like rag dolls. Um, it was different. And now you can't touch anybody. My God, for, forget it. If you, if you come in to bring a quarterback down and you land on him, my God. You can't even land on him. You can't land on him. Even I if mean, it's you, not intentional. I understand when you drive somebody into the turf, Chris. But that's but what you, they used to do. But you can't, even, you can't even land on him. You have to try to... Bring them down. It's a big advantage for quarterbacks. I don't care Absolutely. what anybody says. It's huge. Rob, knowing the, that they can't touch you. You're expecting defensive really. linemen to be ballerinas now. They got to pull up. I get to you and I'm they tackling pull you up. now. Right now, I have to like adjust my weight, and you see them doing it. I mean, they got no choice, but they're trying to do it. But yeah, those are the things now. But Rob, I will say this: when I watch the games, I mean, yeah, there are times. When you see a, a even Monday night, there were some questionable, you know, hits on the quarterback that were called roughing the passer, and sometimes it's just like my goodness. I mean, the dude couldn't stop his momentum. The momentum's carrying him into the quarterback and things like that, and quarterbacks are looking for that stuff. But um, I I will say this, Rob. Outside of some a few incidents here and there like that, I don't. When I'm watching games, I'm not sitting there thinking, man, this is soft. It ain't what it used to be. I, I, I'm enjoying the games, and obviously they've, the rules have made offensive football easier, Rob, so they are scoring. But I don't, I don't look at it and say, you know, and long for the days of yesteryear. No, that, it's not that, that, that much but, more but, it just, but it's a different game. It's just different. And 
It's almost like we talk about, okay, when the Pistons won the championship, Chris, in, in uh, 2004, and they were holding people under 70 points. I mean, they had a streak of right. like 11 or 13 games. Just think about that, where they scored under 70 in an NBA game because you could be physical, you could really play defense on people and make it difficult for them, whereas now that whistle's blowing every five seconds, and you can't do it. It's yeah, easier I mean, to score, I remember Chris. When I, when I covered the Cavaliers and Mike Fratello was the head coach, I mean, they were routinely in the 70s. Yeah. It's easier to score now than ever in the NBA. Yeah. Just, it's just, and and one, reason, one reason is that, you know, they're taking so many more three-pointers, and they are better at shooting the three-pointer. Um, and so when some of these players, more than half their shots are threes. So they're worth three points as opposed to two. So if you hit them, that's gonna that raises the scoring, and of course the game, the floor being so spread out, Rob, it's easier to drive to the basket. And when you get to the basket, there's not nearly as much resistance, you know. And so yeah, it's absolutely easier to score. Um, and to your point, all the games have changed. Even baseball, um, not quite as much as the other two, but even no, but it's changed from the way that they pitch, Chris. If, if you before, if you're the home run, you better not be dig- digging in the second time up. That's not around anymore. Right. All right, we got an hour left. Lock it. A right, couple. The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.